Hello, my traperos, reggaetoneros, and welcome to Urbana Tone with Angel and Tez. This first episode of our podcast, we will be talking about anything having to do with reggaeton, trap, and the urbano scene. That's exactly right, homie. We'll be covering anything from artist beefs to album releases, trends, interviews, and much more. So to kick off this podcast, we're going to start by introducing ourselves a little bit because you guys really don't know who we are. So I'm Tez. I'm 21 years old. Uh, my nickname is Taz. That's not actually my real name. I got that nickname when I was a kid. But um, in a future episode, we'll kind of talk about where that came from. So I'm actually a broadcast journalism student at Columbia College here in Chicago. We actually live here in Illinois, in this great, wonderful state of Illinois. We live in the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. We're not going to tell you specifically which ones because uh-uh. y'all are some creeps and will probably find us or oh, something. Yeah. I don't know. The Internet's weird. Lots of weird people. We're included in one of them. Um, and another thing <laughs> I want to say is I really just want to give a big shout out to um, my friend Jenna. Jenna is a classmate of mine at Columbia, and she started her own podcast with her best friend, Violetta. And after listening to their podcast, I kind of decided, like, yo, like, let's make this. So that's exactly what happened. They inspired us to make this podcast, and now this is going to go live. And we're super excited about this project. So I just want to give a big shout out to them. So, Angel, why don't you introduce yourself then? Yeah, so um, people who personally know me, grew up with me, um, they know I was not always called Angel. Angel is actually my middle name, but uh, like Tess said, I will get into that in a further episode. Yeah. Uh, I just always go by Angel. You can find me on social media under that name. Um, but yeah, I'm also about to be 21 in about two weeks. He is. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm going to be a quarantine birthday yeah just um, like i was yeah I, I mean how fun is that right especially on your 21st oh it's spectacular yeah i mean hey at least we could say we went down in history right as a yeah. quarantine quarantine kid yeah. Quarant- I, I feel bad for quarantine babies but <laughs> um i'm currently not a student actually i do not go to school um reasons for you know work I really want to build up my work portfolio, whether it comes to um, business, doing the social media platform, even when it comes to podcasting. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, that, he's um, a businessman. <laughs> that has approached me with, actually. Um, yeah, located around the same area, suburbs of Chicago. Not going to get into that. Um, actually, don't live as close as, you know, um, with two, two Taz. We actually live about 30 minutes like sort of yeah, north south to each other um yeah it's about 30 uh 30 minutes out um but yeah uh basically i mean i can start out by saying uh i know Tez since i was like what five or six yeah um so that's yeah. you know a little background about that knowing each other uh, only because our like our dads have been in business with each other for a while now yeah really um, long time yeah it's been a long time uh so that's how that's how we know each other um but yeah, um, just a little background. Again, we're gonna get more deep into that into like you know further episodes. You're gonna find out who we are, um, yeah. exactly what you know what we got, yeah. everything like that. Um, but one thing that you know we should cover. Go ahead and go over first encounters, right? Yeah. So basically, um, this is a reggaeton podcast. So obviously, what we're gonna talk about here is reggaeton. You know, and what better to hear from two Mexican guys <laughs> than talk about reggaeton because Mexicans obviously like we appreciate the culture. I'm being definitely kind of sarcastic right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like true, true Mexicans like don't really like love love reggaeton. Nah. Like you know, if you're Mexican, by the way, if you guys didn't know, we are Mexican, hundred percent. You know, our parents were both born and raised in Mexico, and then now they came here, they made us, and we're here. So we have both cultures mm-hmm. in our background. So what we're gonna talk about today, guys, mostly, is to start off. We're gonna talk about our first memories of reggaeton. So I'll start off. So my basically my first like big memory that I can think of at least was when I first listened to reggaeton. Like the first song I remember was I think a lot of people can say this too was La Gasolina by Daddy. Oh Yankee. yeah, that was legit like the first song I ever heard. Um, I remember I was sitting in my living room and um, the channel tres. You know what you know what you know what tres is. It's like mm-hmm. um like a Latin version of like MTV. It's like literally like MTV's like like Latin channel, and like they would show music videos all the time, especially back in those days. Now I don't know what they have. I don't even know if it exists honestly. I don't really watch TV that much anymore, but back in those days, Tres was on, uh-huh. and they were playing the music video to Gasolina. Yeah. And then that's I'm like, yo, like what the hell is this? Lots of like 
bad chicks, like, shaking their booties, you know. Bad man pajamas. Oh, of course. Shaking their asses. You know, there's this dude that comes up. He starts spitting bars. I'm like, dude, what is this? Like, I, like this is great. And then I come to find out, you know, it was, like, one of the biggest songs, like, ever of all mm-hmm. time in terms of, like, reggaeton. history with that song. Literally, he made history. So that was, like, the first encounter I, I had with it, with reggaeton. And then after that, um, I'll get more into that later, but that was basically the first real encounter I had with reggaeton. After that, mm-hmm. I really didn't because my parents didn't let me listen to it because they were kind of strict. My sister didn't let me listen to it at all either. So after that, I really had no encounter with it until like years, years later. But that was the first one. So what about you, Angel? What was like the first like real memory you have of like reggaeton? Um, I would have to say first real memory would actually be the CD that my mom used to have. It was a Daddy Yankee CD that was passed down to me. Um, it was actually uh, Barrio Fino. I don't know if you if you remember that. That CD, yeah, probably dude, like that was, 2004. Wasn't that like literally Daddy Yankee's like first CD? Yeah, yeah. It was basically like his, his studio album, you know? Yeah, it was like his, Barrio Fino. Barrio Fino, Barrio which Barrio. also it did feature Gasolina on that song. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you yeah, know, it was, it, was, it was a big hit, right? I remember my mom used to play this. She used to drive like uh, like back then. Keep in mind, my mom's like four feet tall. Right? Yeah, dude, your mom is not very <laughs> tall at all. Now. No. Mm-mm. She used to drive like this 2001 Lincoln Navigator. It was air suspension and everything. You know, it was, it, it was as huge. As spice as it can right, get. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> she used to blast his, you know, Daddy Yankee all the time. Even when it was Saturday morning clean. You know how Hispanic moms dude, are. Dude, I don't know. Oh, I could not picture your mom listening to reggaeton. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I don't see it. Fan I just of it. really don't. Fan of it. She loves it. So that's that's really how, you know, that was how I was introduced to that, right? Um, another thing, I remember when I went to when I went to Mexico one time, mm-hmm. you know, they have like, uh, they, they, you know, I don't know when you guys have, like, if you guys celebrate Santos or anything like that, but I know over here. I think we, where my dad's from, they definitely do. But they like, do, right? Me personally, over here, we've never no, done that. But no. I'm pretty sure where they're from. Over they, there, they, they they, do let that. me tell you, the parties get huge there. For like a month straight okay. so we have ours i guess so we have ours in january and i remember we went down to um el jardin right and they yeah. were having like you know like the party there and everything and i remember they started playing um one of the yankee songs and it was uh lo que pasó right oh um, yes, I remember yes. My, my aunt my aunt was like jamming out to that shit and everything i was like damn this is a bad song you know yeah. like, this, is, this, is, this is badass i was looking <laughs> around and i'm like and I see how the girls dancing. Um, even you see like 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 some of the dudes they're they're getting into it. They're getting they're moving into was it. There, was there like perreo that. going on or no? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me keep in mind this is Mexico. <laughs> and, uh, n- nothing like that yet. Not yet. Yeah. If you go there now for festivals, it's it's different. Oh yeah, it's um, definitely different. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, one of my, my my you know like the biggest memories mm-hmm. was actually that. You know, my mom listened to that a lot. My my oldest sister she listened to that too, and I actually got the CD. I'm pretty sure I still have the CD to this day um hopefully but yeah that was like one of my earliest memories um earliest encounters but like when did you fall in love with that shit like when did you start falling in love with reggaeton and being like like goddamn like this is my genre like i love this shit this is my music i was actually saying um i know there was a there was an era when reggaeton actually came you know a lot like huge mainstream and when it started switching out like usually around the 07 era um we seen yandel era you know yeah um sexy movimiento man that, yeah. w- that was like a, that was a hit song Dude, i remember that song. always heard of course, that song. of course i remember, I remember that, that shit. yeah um another thing interesting mm-hmm. is for my sister's 15 you yeah. know how they do like el baile sopresa and everything like yeah. that i was 10 years old i had barely turned 10 i think 10 or 11 i don't know it was back in 2010 um and I remember for for the Vela Sopresa, for those you know English speaker, that means like a surprise dance, because mm-hmm. you know for a, a quinceañera is when uh, it's like the coming of age of of a young woman, right? Yeah, that's that's how Hispanics celebrate it, right? And you you throw like a big party, so they also have like you know waltzes and then like a surprise dance. They do that, they set it up, you know, they start dancing, right? I was actually last minute thrown into that, you know, to dance for the surprise dance, and it was actually a Daddy Yankee song. That we danced to. Yeah, yeah, it was... How did your dad react to that shit? I could not imagine your dad being okay with that. Plus, I was, like, the peak of his, like, you know, religious era. You know, like, I mean, nowadays, we can blast it. He doesn't care. Um, But it was... uh, I think the song's called Machucando. Have you ever heard that one? Honestly, I... 
I'd probably have to listen to it and then I'd maybe know what it is. You remember probably. it? It was. I remember that, and I still remember the steps to it. And it was kind of like a dance battle that we did. It was like five against five. <laughs> it was sick, man. It was sick. We have like the whole video, the whole recording, and everything. One day, you know, we we'll watch that. It was sick, dude. I was love to watch it actually. Yeah. And, yeah. So I mean, I mean, from like eleven years old, from that age, I was like, dude, th- these. This is the music. This is the song. This is the vibe, you know. And once I hit high school more, I was more like, because I mean, to go over that real quick, you know, just brief. Mm-hmm. Um, middle school, I had like, you know, like like one of those rumor phones, the keyboard phones, everything. Dude, like that. I literally, I think I literally had that phone like in elementary school. And it, it was. I like, remember. I know exactly what you're talking. Is it like the slide up keyboard? Yeah. 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 And I couldn't, uh, it was an LG phone, and I couldn't, you know, download music from there. No. Um, so I wasn't like all the other kids that were like, oh, look at, like, my, my, my iPod and shit like that. So I was like, damn, man, you know, I had to listen to radio music or, like, YouTube music. And since I didn't know, like, I mean, you could have been like, why don't you look up, like, all the cool songs on YouTube? Man, I didn't know cool songs. I only heard songs on the radio, so I'll be like, no, 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 you know, look up that song, right? Yeah. Um, so I listened to, you know, like, no offense to other people, I listened to, like, some lame-ass music before. But <laughs> we all did, bro. It did, right, right. You know, like I'll be listening to some, like, uh, I, I, I don't want to say names. Um, it's kind of embarrassing. No, but uh, yeah, you know, I used what to are the names, bro? Come on. Nah, I mean, they have okay. to, the audience has to know. What did you listen to? Before? There used to be some, like, bands like, uh, for example, <laughs> it's gonna be kind of weird because you're gonna be like, Man, this dude, this dude listens to fucking reggaeton like, and everything. Was it like some like My Chemical Romance? No, 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 like no. That? No, it was more of like Green Day type shit. Green Day? Yeah, dude. You know why? It was because of the drums. I freaking love the drums and the, the, the you like. You played the drums. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a percussionist actually. Throughout, I remember throughout like the my whole school There's an time. iconic picture of you with your drum set. <laughs> there is, and I hope that does not circulate around <laughs> social media. But um, yeah. So you know, I really like the beats, and I think that also that also played a big part. Mm-hmm. of me going into you know the scene because it, a lot of what it does is they take the reggae beats you know drums obviously and yeah. everything like that and that's what i like you know that's what i really like it was different from hearing english music you know or even you can say mexican music right it's a totally different rhythm different rhythm yeah so that's what i really liked about it so when i hit high school and i finally got my first smartphone uh, I was like, okay, now I can download like Pandora to Spotify, shit like that, right? So that's when I was like, okay, you know, this is pretty cool. It was like, I don't know, probably 2013. The the era of Balvin. Yeah. You know, 2013 fucking exploded. And that's what really got me into that, you know. So I can say that he was a big intro. Same thing with Yankee, Juan Señandel. Yeah. Big intros into the, the reggaeton scene. Yeah, so like, since like I couldn't really listening to reggaeton like growing up when it was like in its old school prime uh-huh i kind of had to wait my turn until i would say freshman year of high school freshman year of high school was a big year for me that's when i started <laughs> developing like my own musical taste mm-hmm. so like before i was just like you so i'd go like listen to music on the radio and that's where i would get <laughs> everything from right but then after was when like i got like i had a smartphone for a while until then but that's when, like, I started discovering, like, my own musical taste. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I went right away to, like, reggaeton. But I remember the first, like, the, f- the first song. I don't even know if it was the first song. But the song that, like, really, really got me into reggaeton was Say Saime by Balvin, Balvin and Faruko. Like, it's a classic. It's I don't know classic. what the hell happened. Like, I, I heard that shit, and I'm like, dude, like, this is, this is it. This, this is, is the vibe. vibe. This is the fucking vibe. I remember it was sophomore year of high school. What year was it? I don't know, like 20, 2014, okay, so 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. I heard that shit. I'm like, this is amazing. And then a little bit after that, I listened to El Perdón by mm-hmm. Nicky Jam, mm-hmm. Enrique Iglesias. Like, everyone knows El Perdón. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the best, like, that legit to me, like, like it doesn't it doesn't matter, like, what's, what's playing before. Like, I will sing my heart out to El Perdón. I really? love El Perdón. And obviously, that's what got me introduced to Nicky. Enrique, right. I've known about for years before that. All right. But Balvin... I listen to him. I'm like, dude, this guy's amazing. And then, like, when I, like, hear an artist for the first time and I like their music, I start digging deep. And I'm like, all right, let me find this dude's music. And then that's when I started listening to um, his first mixtape, which was just, like, J Balvin, the mixtape. with like, Yeah. Hits, like, uh, like Sin Compromiso, um, a bunch of other ones I can't think of at the moment. But that was, like, the standout. Sin Compromiso was, like, the standout track. I'm pretty sure that was, like, one of the first songs he ever made. And that's what, like, made him, like, super, super famous. Like, right. Sin Compromiso, like, made him, like, over the top. Like, that's how he started charting here in the U.S. And then especially in Colombia. 
Oh, so yeah. So then I started listening to La Familia. Then La Familia is like where you have like songs like Tranquila, Tranquila. 6 AM, Ahí Vamos. And then a little bit later, that's when Jeans That came out as a uh -huh. single. And then I'm like, this shit is dope. So Balvin was the guy who brought me into reggaeton. And for a lot of people, I feel like they can say the exact same thing. I feel like, oh, like yeah. when you listen to Balvin the first time, you are transported to like reggaeton like back in the days. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Oh, another song that La Familia had. I don't know how I forgot to mention it. It's literally my favorite Balvin song ever made. And let me let me let you know this, and like you know this, but the audience doesn't. Like Balvin is literally like my favorite reggaeton artist. Like, I mean, you're ever. wearing a shirt right now. I'm literally wearing a, a shirt, shirt right. from the tour, from his Arcoiris tour in like September when he came. We both it's went badass. actually to that concert. It was amazing. Concert. We'll cover that in a, in a later episode, episode one yeah. day. But it was, <laughs> it's badass. Pretty great. Yeah. yeah, it was a great time. So, um, so yeah, I love Balvin. Like he's my guy. Like I don't think I've ever met anyone that loves him more than I do. To this day, I still haven't met anyone. Right. So, my favorite song from that album, from La Familia, was Yo Te Lo Dije. Oh, yeah. Like, if no one has heard that song, I literally, after this podcast, I need you to go and listen to that song. It is literally amazing. Um, it's, it's, like, pretty mellow. It's not, like, a, like a like you know, a type of, like, perreo type of track. But it's just so mellow. It's an amazing It's a good song. song. It's really, the beat is what really kicks out. Yeah, out. dude. It's obviously, you know, produced by... Sky, Sky Rompiendo, Mosti, you know, his OG producers. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a great song. And that's my favorite Balvin song to this day. Like, I've listened to every project he's had. a good song. I actually had 6 a.m. in Yo Te right, like, next to it. I remember I downloaded them at the same time when the oh, songs came okay, out. They, yeah. were, they were good songs. It, fucking they're excellent amazing songs. songs. Amazing yeah. songs. Those are classics. At this point, they're classics. Oh, yeah. They're, so they're that, that kind of, like, brings me to, to our, like, next point is like remembering our first reggaeton concerts because if uh -huh. if you love music as much as I do or as much as we both do have to go to a concert and experience it so like for me personally my first concert was actually like junior year junior year of high school I remember so it was like 20 I would say like 2015 2016 and um I, my first concert was J Balvin ironically <laughs> which is great um, J Balvin was live at the Aragon Ballroom. So if you're not from, you're not um, from Chicago, the Chicagoland area, the Aragon Ballroom is like um, it's the equivalent of the rave, right? The rave in Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. Yeah, if you're from Wisconsin, they're from even the people from the Chicagoland area know about the rave. Oh yeah, yeah, same thing. Everyone kind of knows just, about it's the Chicago's rave. version of the rave. So like the Aragon is kind of like, it's a nice venue. It, it's alright. It's alright for the venue. <laughs> you, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. No, it's. it's Okay, I'm gonna just say it. It's like, okay. It's a little ghetto. I'm it's not okay. even gonna lie. It's pretty, it's pretty ghetto. And like, there have been stories like, for they do a lot of violence. Like, if you're Mexican, uh -huh. like yeah, they do a lot course. of violence. Of course. And like, even like, I heard so many people before. Like, I like when I mentioned the Aragon to other people, they would call it the the nickname it has is like the Agarron. Because <laughs> like people would always get into fights. You know, obviously if you mix Mexicans, the drinking, and booze and like dancing I thought you like said boobs and boobs yeah, and boobs yeah, too. Sure, definitely boobs yeah the side boobs man <laughs> boobs sweat under the man boobs yes exactly all kinds of boobs like you're gonna like get fights and that's what it was known for so the concert was there at the um aragon ballroom and it was for the La for his la familia album it was actually the tour was literally called la familia tour and becky g opened up for him i remember becky becky g yeah becky wasn't really she wasn't really big. Yeah. You know, shout out to Becky. She's actually our age. And no she's, way. She, yeah. She's 21? Yeah, she's, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's like 21. She's she's also uh, Mexican, if you didn't know that. No, I knew Becky was Mexican, of course. Yeah, so. Let me just look up the facts real quick. Yeah, so Becky. So while I looked it up, I'll keep talking, I guess. So <laughs> Becky oh, opened shit. up for him. It was a great. Becky did great, you know, opening up. And then I remember the first song he came out with was like. With um, King Sam. Oh, she's 23. 23. Still, still, that's around our age. Okay. Yeah, Becky's still, like, a beautiful, beautiful person, girl. I love you, Becky. You know who is around our age, too? Who? Brian Myers. Brian Myers. You know who Who else, too? Ma Manuel Turizo. Not a lot of people know. Manuel is actually, like, 19 or 20. Interesting. Manuel Turizo is, like, literally, like, 19 or 20. Last time I checked, he was 19, but he probably he's probably, like, 20 right now. You know who's my age? Who? Kea. I don't know. We'll touch Kea. bases on yeah, Kea Argentina is trap like, scene. Kea is one of the top ones, including yeah. with Dookie. Argentina trap scene. Like yeah, that. we got a whole episode actually dedicated to that in the future. But yeah, I mean, happy late birthday to you, man. April 13th. April 13th? Yeah, turn 20. Oh, dude, that's my guy. I love Kea. 
we'll actually get it later into like um the our favorite like reggaeton artists and you'll see who makes my list so so yeah so when i saw that concert just to like cut mm-hmm. it short like it was like the greatest thing like i'd ever been to like i knew literally every single song the atmosphere was crazy like that's what i noticed the atmosphere at reggaeton concerts is like it's so like chill like you would expect for it to be like maybe like some like animosity or like some craziness going on because people like, are pretty cool there yeah dude people you meet some really cool interesting uh-huh. people they're they're really friendly there yeah. i mean they're just they're, there for the same vibe they're there for the same kind of type of vibe man it was great so like seeing balvin for the first time live and in person and it being my first concert like i i was like it was one of the greatest happiest nights of my life even though the maybe the venue wasn't amazing <laughs> but it was packed but i don't care man like it was it was great like i'll never forget that night never ever what was your first concert? It's actually the one that you took me to. J Balvin concert. Oh, the one in September? Yeah, the one in September. Oh, the first reggaeton one. Yeah, the My f- first, first reggaeton, reggaeton concert, concert he went to. Yeah, was that one. That was pretty... That was sick. That was that really interesting. September 2019, we went here to the Allstate Arena, wasn't it? Yeah, big All difference. I'll go into the Allstate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me just tell difference. you. That's a, that's a huge difference. Because this, this is... An, an, it's an arena, first it's of arena, all. Yeah. It's huge. Um, which means they have a lot more people there, um, obviously. Um, and the stage itself. The yeah. stage has, he started from. He had two stages. He had two stages. He started from, first when he came out, it was, um, he climbed down like the stairs, mm-hmm. which is pretty sick. And, you know, they had obviously like the, the clouds and everything dancing yeah. with him. Uh, the first, I think the, the song that he opened was with Dragaton, um, uh, yeah, yeah, which was sick. Um, yeah, it was really cool. And then the second stage that he went to was actually right in the middle of the entire arena, which we happened to be there just like what three rows off? Two yeah, rows dude, away from. Yeah, we were from. so close to that. Was, that was, was that shit was so lit. Like it was close enough oh for him God. to like wipe his like sweat off and yeah, throw literally. it right on us type shit. Like catch that shit in the jar, sell that shit on eBay type. That's how close we were, you know? Yeah, we were super close. Like that was like I have videos from that concert, and I'm Same. like, bro, like that shit was so cool. And he was, he, of course, he had, um, he was singing uh, songs from the album that he just released. I mean, not just released, but at the time he had released o- o- Oasis. O- Oasis, He was yeah. singing uh-huh. a lot of songs from there. I mean, let me just tell you, it is different hearing those songs in person. That that shit hits. Yes. I can say that. La though, Cancion? That, La Cancion, man. Oh, my God. It was a whole different vibe. You got vibe. me missing my ex, bro. Everybody, oh, my God. <laughs> everybody with their phones out, acting like lighters with their flashes on. Yeah, dude. Oh, everyone, my God. Take your phones out. You know, the the flash. You want to see the flash and everything. That was a great experience to kick off my introduction of concerts, of tours, you know? Yeah. Um, that was amazing. You know, again, Shout out to Taz for taking me there. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm glad I could, man. He was the he was the first and basically only person I thought of taking to that concert because right. I knew he he lo- he loves Balvin, but obviously not as much as me. But I knew he would enjoy it, and we did. It was badass. What did we What did we do before the concert, though? Should we say that or no? I mean, it's, it's legal. Yeah, I mean, cannabis is legal. We okay. So if you guys are gonna smoke, Weed banana splits. <laughs> so if you're gonna <laughs> smoke or do anything. Please do it responsibly, and please do it if you're of age, because cannabis use in Illinois is very legal. <laughs> or weed, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do have to be yeah, 21 you gotta, years old. Exactly. You have to be it, 21 years old. Legal use of cannabis is good, okay? It is good. I don't know why I keep saying cannabis, because I've never really used that word in my life. But anyhow, I mean, if it sounds sophisticated. It sounds yeah, we do sound fancy like very the sophisticated mic. men. So well, let me just tell you. We ate the biggest chunk spoonful of banana split edible the world has ever imagined. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, it was not enough because Taz kept scraping the shit out of that. Because first of all, we got it. From, we got it from a friend, and our friend was like, "Hey, we don't want. I don't want the shit no more. Do you guys want it?" I like, took it gladly. Hey, Taz was like, "Yeah." Taz was like, "Hell yeah, I want it." And it happened to be that that it was these like. It was, they were like rice krispie treats, but with yeah, like a banana, really like a banana yogurt thing melted over it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they they were solid, but. Keep in mind, we're in September, and Illinois is hot, and, you know, like... Yeah, it's because Was it September? No, he no, got no, them no. in, like, July. In, in August. But what, but what happened was is that, like, so he left them in his car. They were, like, in, in yeah. like, little balls, like, little balls. They like, literally um, melted together. Like, yeah, they melted each together because left them in the car. individual and Rice Krispie balls. Literally turned into one giant ball. It was a big gob. 
monster shit thing. Yeah. And let me tell you, this dude was literally like, hey, do you have a pair of scissors so I can cut the glob in half? You can so have we half. cut it. Yes. And I he started cut cutting it. it. And we're, like, trying to measure out, like, all right, so, like, what's go- what's enough for us to get us, like, a pretty decent, you know, retarded high, you know? Like, right. Pretty boofed. Pretty, pretty baked you know so right. like, we're like okay so we just started measuring and we we're like fuck it and we took it ate the crumbs and shit from yeah the jar too. so we took it like we're like okay so we the all-state is not far from like our office oh, no, which no. is where we're recording like right 20 now 20 minutes 25 minutes yeah away it's pretty close so the, the main highway right i don't know mm-hmm. if you want to say it no yeah i don't think we should say it yeah because yeah. it will give us our yeah. location away <laughs> so yeah it's like 20 25 minutes so we got there we knew that i know edibles like tend to kick in with like within an hour so oh we were right on time so right yeah we got there the right on time um i wanted to get there early because i know mer- lines for merch get really long and i uh-huh. have this thing where i go to concerts like i have to buy merch oh yeah so i we were I in line for that. merch and then that shit kicked in i i think it i think taz felt it more than i did but i will tell you i did feel it because we we were in the middle of a conversation remember we we're sitting down yeah. and i was talking to this dude and I was, I don't, I don't, to this day, I don't remember what I was saying, but I would remember, I was like, yeah, I kept rambling on and on, and Tessa's going like, yeah, yeah, man, this and that, man, and then I paused for a second, I was like, what were we talking about again? He's like, dude, I don't even know, and we're like, oh, the concert's starting, bro, it was, it was. We were so big, so what was cool about that concert with Balvin, it was part of his Arcoides tour, so yeah. it was like a tour he did right, like, during, um, it went on the whole summer, like, he was all over the world, so... For the the leg in the USA, like he brought um he brought two artists with him, like to open up for him. Eladio Carrion. Eladio Carrion. Cero Cabron. Yeah, that's my guy too. That we was love sick. Him. That's when he had just dropped um I believe he had dropped Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker hadn't yeah, it hadn't been too long since Kemba Walker. Because he was came saying, out. I'm gonna make no, I'm gonna drop a new song tonight and I'm gonna sing it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was that or another song. I think Kemba Walker had already been out for a while. I feel yeah, yeah, I feel like that song because I remember I was like, Hey, doesn't Bad Bunny sing this part? But he didn't yeah. play the Bad Bunny part. No. And then Liano. Yeah, and then and Liano. For those came of, out. Like Liano is like Liano's good, dude. Uh-huh. Like, he can sing. Yeah, he's, I'm he's, gonna he's, mention Liano a little bit later more. Yeah, good vocals. But he's he's a really good singer. He's he's made some solid tracks. Oh yeah. He's he's he's, he's definitely one of those artists that are more uh, flow by love babies. You know? By love babies, yeah. So there's like, so Miguel and I have come to like this conclusion. Well, not really us, but Anuel. So if you guys don't know who, obviously, if you guys listen to reggaeton, you guys know who Anuel is. But Anuel basically said it's like there's kind of like really two two, two, versions two types of, of like artists. Yes, trap. exactly. So it's either like like real G for life, like quote unquote what like he calls like trap and then like flow palas babies well flow palas babies is like you know the shit the girls want to hear right it's like maluma maluma will get a girl yeah you know he'll get a boy let's just be honest and you know who else liano liano is definitely that's all i can think of at the moment right now but like those are types of artists that like the the girls just oh they go wild for for a flow palas babies but you need those kind of artists in the industry yeah you need a great balance yeah I mean, because don't get me wrong, there are artists like uh, you can say Brian Myers has a lot of uh, lustful, explicit lyric songs too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he's he's trap. He's basic. He's trap. Yeah. And um, you want to have something that flows more. Again, like Maluma songs. You mm-hmm. know, Maluma's very flow. Very his vocals are on you know point. Yeah. He sings rather than he raps. Mm-hmm. You know. No, so, Maluma doesn't rap. And then remember when he like Maluma tried going on like his like his trap stage where he yeah. made what song did he make? Cuatro Babies. Uh-huh. That song is good though. It was pretty good. It was good. Shout That's when him. he made uh, I think that was like the first song that like Brian Myers ever did and mm-hmm. he, that charted. That was back in when what year? I would say like 2016, 2017. Yeah, around there. Yeah. It's a good song. Noriel Trap Capos. No, no. No, no, Noriel. Junior All-Star. Trap Capos was again Junior All-Star baby. Yep. Junior All-Star. I, I'm actually, I really like June a lot, you know. I like, I like his too. music a lot. He's a good he's, artist, yeah. Yeah, he's a really good artist. What's another song that he made during his trap stage? Oh, um, what's that song? Is it like Un Polvo? You know what I'm talking about? Un Polvo? Or like Un Polvo. Yeah, that's the one with um, with Arcángel, Bad Bunny. Arcángel, baby. Ar- uh, who's also? Uh, uh, De La Ghetto. Oh, Yellow I know Flo. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it was a whole. Remember? It was like a whole melting pot of all like the artists. Yeah. Like literally, like yeah. 
Bad Bunny wasn't that big yet, I would say. Um, El Conejo Mal. Everyone knows, like, Arcángel. Arcángel oh, and Delegato were on it. They're OGs. OGs. Straight up OGs. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I remember Arcángel did an interview I saw with, um, it was either Genius or Complex mm-hmm. a while back, and he was saying how, like, him and, like, Delegato were, like, the first kind of pioneers of trap. Mm-hmm. Before, like, trap was, like, trap didn't even have a name of it being trap, and they were, like, the pioneers of that. You know who was, uh, interestingly, a big pioneer of uh, the Latin trap. Who? Not a lot of people look at it. Um, Messia. Messia actually did a lot of remixes of um, English trap music. Oh, he did a whole bunch of remixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he would do things from like, uh, I'm, I think he did a remix, don't get me wrong, don't call me wrong, of uh, with Bodak Yellow, with Cardi. Have you ever heard that remix? Yes, yes. He was, I know exactly he what you're talking about. A yeah. big pioneer. Not a lot of people give him credit for this. Which, yes, you know, Messia, credit, yeah. credit to Messia for I that. I remember. Complex does give him credit yeah. because I saw a video. Uh, this is like a video Complex did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like when Latin Trap. I remember that. Kind of like they, they put him on what the, is Latin Trap or yeah. something like that. And they said Messia was one of the pioneers yeah, of when it came to Trap. He did a remix to Bodak Yellow. Because yeah, one of the, the people that did actually put the Trap scene, at, at least in my opinion, that uh, put trap into the mainstream would be Unwed. Yeah, I would have to say. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. The say old Unwed, not the um, new version, not after jail Unwed. I would have to say old Unwed. Old on old skinny Unwed. Yeah, <laughs> before before old his first unwed. studio album, before he yes. got released. Yes, um, I would say that was Noriel. No, 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 Noriel. Noriel has been a trap since Flow. day one. I would say Nigel Flow was also in the trap scene. No, dude, Nigel Flow literally made this, this thing real G for life. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was he was a trap. Yeah, he was a trap, trap starter. Like trap. You know who else did switch over to trap? Faruco. Faru. Yeah, he like switched over when um when he came out with tra- Traficante. Th- that, that is actually on our next topic. One of his albums, I would say, it was one of my top fives. Yeah, Traficante. Yeah, yeah. and then. Bad Bunny's kind of always been trapped since day one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. Uh, and since I day would one. say I am actually a huge fan of Bad Bunny. So, shout out to Bad Bunny. Yeah, literally, like, if there is, like, someone I know that loves Bad Bunny, it's definitely Miguel. I love, I like Bad Bunny a lot. It's like... I would say I love him, too. But, like, I would definitely say, like, he's... It's like uh, Taz with Jay. Yeah. Um, I like him, too. But, obviously, the one out of the two is the biggest fan, who's the biggest, quote-unquote dick writer yeah it would be you know like Taz with jay me with benito you know yeah benito martinez ocasio right yes mm-hmm. yes sir jose alvaro osorio balvin for those of you that don't know as their jays and bad bunny's real names you yeah. know if you got if you're gonna be a real fan you gotta know the real names of course you do yep. um so that really covers i mean you know first concerts encounters yeah um, so like what's our taste now because like people they gotta they kind of want to know like what yeah. we're into right yeah what but, would like, you me personally i okay miguel has like a kind of very narrowed kind of taste when mm-hmm. it comes to reggaeton mm-hmm. he likes certain things versus me i kind of listen to a lot of different varieties like i am the person who like in the spectrum of like if we're going off of what anuel said where he's like like flo maluma which is like flo palas babies or Ria yeah. G. yeah like if you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about the ganga remix yeah. So where he's like, Nuka Floma, Luma, Siempre Real G, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if we're going by that, like, I actually, like, I fall on the spectrum where I listen to both. Like, I really like a, f- a good song, like Flo Palas Babies. Like, a good one I can think of right now that recently came out, ironically, was made by Maluma. It's called Amor de Mi Vida. Like, like I don't know, dude. Like, when I listen to it, it's um it's a love song, for sure. Like, uh, like it's a slow, acoustic love song, which is something Maluma n- never really does which I found it odd, but that's a song, like, I really like. If there's a song I could recommend to the audience right now, like, it's, like, um, Balas Baby's Flow, I would definitely recommend that. It's a, it's such a good, like, tender, loving song. And then I kind of listen, but, like, going off of that, I listen to a lot of, like, reggaeton love songs, too, but then I'll listen to some trap. Miguel actually got me a lot into trap. Into trap. Like, a lot. So... It's, it's kind of all over the place. I listen to a lot of different types of reggaeton, and I'm really happy about that because I can, I've can i been able to experiment with different tastes, like, obviously, like, Dembo. Mm-hmm. You guys know what Dembo is? Like, el, el Alfa, you know? If Bas- anyone knows El Alfa, that's Dembo. It's not reggaeton. What he makes, it's Dembo, and it's, like... And then Miguel will... I don't know, Miguel. What do you kind of... Tell the audience what you... I, I kind of know your taste at this point, but, like, what do you, like, really listen yeah, to? Yeah, well, what... Um, 
I'm going to start out right away with saying things that I really don't listen to. Mm-hmm. It'll be anything that's slow. Yeah. Romantic. Not saying not saying lustful. I'm saying romantic. Like, let's just say Maluma, for example. You know, no hate for him at all. I yeah, just, Miguel really doesn't listen to him. I don't Maluma. listen to his music at all. It's just to... He sings more. Again, I'm more of a... I want to hear, like, rapping. Yeah. I want to hear, like, the explicit lyrics, the lustfulness. You know, anything like that, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, songs, like... For an example of like what I'm trying to say is like, have you ever heard the song La Pared? Yeah, with um, Lenny Tavares and, and Justin Quiles. Yeah, that song is good. It's good, but it's not in my you know my genre of music. You know what you I mean? You don't like La Pared? No, it's too. I don't know how to say it. it how it's, do you not like La Pared, bro? That song like is I said, so it's good. a good song. No hate on the song at all, but it's just like a the type of genre of like music that's not. It's in, not that in slow either. Opinion. So uh, that's why I'm confused. Ma- uh, cup- whatever the fuck you, uh, Cupid or whatever Which one? Mataron a uh, Cupid Which Cupid? one's that one? The one with um, I don't uh, think It's Nelson and uh, Alberto style No, I don't think I've heard that one This one? Mm-mm No, this it sings, it Wait, sounds like Jay that. Wheeler's in it? Yeah That's probably why I haven't heard it I actually I really don't like Jay Wheeler that much uh, Oh yeah, Mataron a Cupido Yeah, that one not my, not my. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jake Wheeler. I feel like all yeah. his songs kind of sound the same for there, some reason. I'm not. It's singing. I really it's like too him. much singing rather than it is rapping, mm-hmm. anything like that. Because again, if I were to go back to the type of music that I do like, it would be anything that that you know trap related. Uh, for example, Old Anuel. You old know, Anuel is. I think uh, Old Brian Myers. I think we can say Old Anuel is the best Anuel. Yeah, yeah, it's the best version. Siempre of Real Anuel. nunca sapo. Again, Brian Myers type shit, Nango Flow, um, Almighty, you know, people like that. You know, Almighty do, like went like complete, like he loves God. Yeah, which is, which is, isn't that it's so weird? weird? It's weird. Uh, but I mean, like, good for him that he found, you know, oh, yeah. like, a spiritual, yeah, like, good kind for of that. guidance, yeah, yeah, but like, good for him. he did a complete 180. Like, if you look at his IG, yeah, like, it's all like, all he like uh, t- puts on Instagram is like bible verses right. and stuff like that i think his next album is like dedicated all to god which is like crazy because it's not something you typically see right especially in the trap community the only person i've seen who's ever done that like a complete 180 like that is obviously you know the the legend hector el father you know yeah yeah who's shout, now out, shout out to hector um but yeah that's 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 a lot of, like i really like a lot of the, the the trap kind of music and i guess they can say that kind of music would be very um again it comes explicit controversial topics when it comes to either drugs uh guns uh sex a lot of stuff like that yeah that's why a lot of unwell's old music was never played on the radio for things like that you Mm -hmm. know but i i really like that kind of music that's why they're not as commercial commercialized you know like i feel like that's why a lot of people like still really don't fuck with like um I feel like Noriel especially doesn't get a lot of love that he does, which he does. He should at least because he's a great artist. Oh yeah, I love Noriel. Um, yeah, Noriel. His flow or like John Z, bro. John Z man. John Z man. Don't get me started on John Z. John Z has got one of the best flows in reggaeton. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I love John Z. Um, Sinfonico. Sinfonico. He's a producer though, right? He's a producer, but he. You have ever heard the song uh, Los Antocables? Nango Flow on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Um, one. one of the hardest songs that I can say on ever made. You know, um, that was a good song. You showed me that one. Yeah. Yeah, so see, uh, songs like that, I, I can mess with. Um, Bad Bunny type of trap, I say that's a different type of trap. Because yeah, uh, so yeah. only because he can mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he never, you never hear him talk about, oh, the volume of that. You know, something like that. He's never going to say anything about uh killings or gangs anything like that but he also mixes the trap in there because of his explicit lustful lyric kind of like brian myers you know he talks a lot about you know sex and um you can definitely compare both of them honestly because they're both very um versatile in Mm -hmm. their lyrics yeah i've seen brian have like kind of like lovish kind of brian can go from uh, to tanta falta you know that's a, that's that fucking classic, you know. Yeah, so you can go from songs like that to this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I like uh, any anything that a Bad Bunny type of trap as well. Um, you can go into slow music, but I'm not gonna say slow as in you know slow, again not singing music. Uh, like a slow song um, can be, uh, let's just say for an example, um, uh, Mama over there, you know. Mama, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That can be a slow song. Um, you know, again, as, as long as they had those type of lyrics or and what I say, you know, that the remix with Larry over Anuel, Brian, 
Yeah, I, I you know, you know what I mean. That like that yeah. slow type of music. I can get into that. Well as um, Dembo, I can get into Dembo too. Dembo's good. You know, Dembo makes me like when I listen to Dembo, I literally picture like a big booty Dominican girl just shaking her ass. Yeah, that's and, literally. Uh, and another thing that I can say that I can get into. I mean, um, what would you classify people like Jay? He's more like Ur- Urbana, Jay's right? Really like Urbana is more like that the pop kind of. You know, versus he's versatile too because he's he, versatile. He hard. But he's like, versatile, he but he can go a lot into the pop culture type thing. Como se siente? That's definitely like yeah. a more like it was more para las babies right there. Mm-hmm. And then, what do we classify like another one of his songs? I'm trying to think. No me conoce. Let's take his like biggest hit. Yeah. Ever. No me conoce. What what's that more? Um, I feel like it's in the middle. It's I in between, definitely. I think it leans more towards trap though. Yeah, it's Just definitely got the, the hints of it because of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And the beat to it, yeah. But um, yeah. Again, I really don't like anything when it. Co- I don't like no singing yeah. in there. Do you know singing who made the beat? Masis. No, it's Tiny's brother. Oh, really? Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's type of my music that I like. Um, top five albums. Top five albums. Top five oh, albums. Okay. All right. So my first one I'm gonna say is Energia by J Balvin. Classic. For me, yeah, it's a classic, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if if anyone fucks with Balvin like I do, in my opinion, I think that is the best. That's a switching point of him. That's the best album yeah. I think he's ever made. Uh-huh. Um, Vibras is good. Colores yeah. is good. Oasis is good. La Familia is good. I'm not saying that any of these albums suck, but I'm saying that, like, Energia, to me, in your opinion. puts it over the top. Like, I uh-huh. think it's, like, one of the best albums. Like, I can literally listen to Energia, not like skip a song except there's one song that i don't like which i have no clue why he put it's called like no hay titulo it's it's pretty bad i'm, I'm not even gonna lie it's so <laughs> it's literally him like on an acoustic guitar just singing like oh, I, yeah. I have no clue why he included that song it's terrible like I, we don't speak of it we don't speak of no hay titulo you all right what we don't is, speak of that shit what is a good acoustic song just vocals and acoustic osuna de vas you ever heard that song fucking classic amor de mi vida bro it's it's really good i recommend it I know you don't like Maluma, but that's a good song. But it has, like... And it, he has so many good tracks, like Safari. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Yeah. Like, with Pharrell, dude. He got Pharrell to sing in Spanish. Like, who the fuck does that? It's iconic. That's J Balvin for you. That's J Balvin right there. Look, Bobo. Sigo extrañándote. Mm-hmm. Um, Pierde los modales is such a good song. It's it, what he did with Daddy Yankee. There's a song called Snapchat. Oh, yes. That song's good. Cinco para las doce with Fuego. I don't know if a lot of people know that one, but that's good. Jeans is on it. Like, literally every song here is good. Malvada, Veneno. Like, there's so many good songs on this album. And to me, that's Balvin's, I think, his best project he's ever put out to this date. I don't think, I don't know if he'll ever, in my opinion, make a project better than that. It's going to take a lot. But a good album that get like, for me, another album that gives that a run for, like, ended here, a run for its money at least. Mm, Oasis, I would say. Yeah. I love Oasis. I love Oasis. All right, what's yours? The first one, at least. First one on the list. Uh, no order. Remember, guys. This is yeah, no, order. no, no particular order at all. Uh, first one on this list, though, for mine, Odyssea. I have to say Odyssea. Why? Right. Because I'm gonna say Odyssea's on my list too. It made the summer of 2017. Yes, Odyssea is a fucking classic, branded it, classic. Right it now, it was it was definitely a classic from the beginning because he's had songs on here that had been released before the album was even released. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the the songs of the summer of 2017. It made that summer. You I'm know? trying to think. Literally, like I have okay. every song saved except for like two. I mean, like, like Odyssey, I had songs, uh, tu foto, you know what I mean? It's like they, they're instant classic songs. Uh, dile que tu me quieres, yeah, oh my god, bro, um, these are you know what song that it was pretty slow that I did like? What Una Flor? Oh, that was a good yeah. song. That was a good song. Yeah, that's a great um, song. Bebe with those, oh, with uh, Anuel. Classic, dude. Like literally, all these songs like charted like by yeah, themselves. Yeah, of course. All these songs have hit on the mm-hmm. Billboard. I think all these is even still on the Billboard like list for no Latin doubt. albums. No I think doubt. it's still charted, which um, is crazy because that album. When did it come out? 2016, 2017? 17, summer of seventeen, I believe. It's it's completely insane. Like, he did great. All, like Odisea is a classic. That's also on my list as well. So I'm glad like that Angel even mentioned it. But literally, like, all these When was it? August. August 2017. Let me tell you, summer of 2017. Was lit. 
it was lit. Yes. And this album made it that way too. Yes, it was a great summer. Like we had a great summer that year. We won't get into detail probably yeah, no, ever on this podcast. Maybe who who knows? Maybe for a spinoff podcast we might have. Maybe spot we'll life. See. But that was a that was a good summer. It was and a good summer. Yeah. This made our summer. Like, do you listen to the album and you think of like the, I, the time the summer we had? Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That's. I mean, like. I have that that thing with songs where it's like like a lot of songs Reminds I listen to are tied to certain memories I have in my life. Fucking Millie Rock guy. Oh, Playboy Cardi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking Millie Rock. I knew uh, Magnolia. <laughs> Magnolia, bro. That yeah. when I think of the summer of 2017, either Asuna or fucking Magnolia. Yeah. That's what it. That's what makes me think of that year. Yeah, I Bam. know. It's the same thing with me. But we can can we all agree though, like. Odisea is Osuna's best album. His best album. And then he's never able to... He cannot replicate no, that at all. That's not success, been able to no. I feel like his albums are getting worse as time goes on. Honestly, yes. If we ever have Osuna on the show, which I hope we do, I hope he does not get offended. He, he deep down beats knows, our ass right now. But yeah, next album. Next album for me... Um, you're gonna hate this one, but it's my favorite, one of my favorite albums, Pretty Boy, Dirty Boy, Maluma. It's a great album. <laughs> Again, I just personally Dude, cannot get into it's Maluma. It's an amazing, amazing album. This album brings me back to senior year of high school mm-hmm. for me. So I have like a, a lot of like emotional attachment to this because my senior year of high school was interesting to say the least, but it was great. It's so like Bar- Borroca said is on it. Yeah. That's a classic. Everyone likes that song. El Perdedor, um... He has a lot of great features on this album. He has a, uh, a uh, Coscu in one of his um, one of his songs. Yeah. Um, Arcangel. Yeah. There's just a a lot of like good songs, and um, it makes me think of like an, like the great times I had with an ex girlfriend at the time. If she ever listens to this, she'll know who she is. But <laughs> honestly, I highly doubt she'll ever listen to this. But Pretty Boy, Dirty Boy was just an amazing album. I'll never forget. And it's, like, one I can pretty much listen to to no skips whatsoever. A lot of albums on this list, like, I can listen to no skips whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And they're great. So I'll leave it at that. Pretty Boy, Dirty Boy, one of Maluma's best albums. No, that is his best album for sure. I'll leave it at that. What's your next one? Um, I actually switched this one out right now. But, okay. Um, I want to say Trap Capos. Probably, like, season Volume one. one? Season one, yeah. Okay. I would say... I mean, you can you can pull out a couple songs from here, uh, Diablita, Anuel, and mm-hmm. ba- Baby, Baby Rasta, um, La Llamada, um, La, La, La Paso Cabrón. Yeah. So, Those like, Trap Capos, what is, like, Trap Capos is literally, like, a collection of, like, traperos, Of a right? whole bunch of, tra- yeah, it's a whole bunch of trap artists, and they're all featured on, you know, like, all these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what, I've I, seen season two, and it's mainly tracks with Noriel. Yeah, yeah. It, same thing with season one. has an, uh, this is like, Noriel probably, like, in almost every song. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, what I really liked about that is how it put all the other artists together, and it gave them chances, you yeah. know, to make a platform. I mean, keep in mind, this album came out in 2016. 2016 was a big year for a lot of the trap artists. It was, yeah. And for this album to come out, Tra- Trap Capos, I think it was a it was a huge hit, you know, in my opinion. Again, it gave a lot of them, uh, you know, a big platform to go off of. New people who were into the game, Bryant Myers, for example, yeah. who was in a lot of these songs as well. Um, June, um, you know, June and All-Star. Yeah, June and uh, All-Star. Gigolo Laxe. Gigolo Laxe. They had one of these songs on here, too. Yes. Two of them, actually. Um, Baby Rasta. Baby Rasta and Gringo or just yeah, Baby Rasta? Just Baby Rasta. Unfortunately... They really didn't hit much off after that. But still, no, you know, it really. gave everybody a chance on here. And well, too. Yeah. You know, um, one of the biggest trap artists of 2016. Uh, you know, it just gave everybody a chance. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really like about that. Um, season one. Season 2016, one. yeah. Okay. And yours? Um, Number the one after that, three? I'm going to put as Famous by Jay Cortez. It will be a classic, I'll tell it's you Famous, that. I think, is straight off the bat, like, when you listen to it, like, the first song you hear is Subiendo on the Nivel. Subiendo on the Nivel, like... Like, it starts off slow, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, like a boom, a hard trap beat hits, and then it's, like, it gets you, like, it gets me fucking, like, amped, and I love this song. Right. And then the classic song of the summer of 2019 hits, No Me Conoce Remix. Oh, of course. Which, which that's what I'm saying. Song a of the remix. Summer easily hit remix. Me. It defined that year. Song of the Summer. I would say, for me, the summer of 2019 was one of the best summers I've ever had, uh-huh. and they can be defined by two songs, No Me Conoce Remix and Soltera by Lunay. Yeah. For me, personally. Yeah. But it's it's an amazing album, beautifully produced. I think a lot of the production was done by Masis, Tiny's brother, and then Tiny as well. Mm-hmm. But don't quote me on that. I know Masis for sure produced the remix to No Me Conoce. But after that, I don't know who did like most of the production work, or maybe even Jay did it because he has some experience in production yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure he did. But Famous is one of the 
best albums of 2019 for sure. It's got everything, dude. Like, Easy is a great song. Cuando Bebe with Rafa Pavón. I'm not usually a big fan of Rafa Pavón, but that song is good. And La Mía is a, a really good flow lap para las baby song. Las Amazing. Babies. And La Mía is great. I feel... Have you ever heard it? No. You should listen to it. It's really good. It's not like acoustic. It, it's so good. Costear with Almighty. Literally, Costear has oh like my. four or five different remixes. Mm-hmm. So, Costear is great. Im- Imaginaste. That's with Tiny. That song is great. That's the, He did a remix with Wisin and Yandel to it. The remix was good, too. Right. I love that. Quant- Cuanto es with this guy named... I think he's from Spain. His name's C- Citanaga. Um, that's a good song. And then, uh, yeah. So, Famous is an amazing album. It's Jay's debut album. Oh, yeah. And he didn't disappoint anyone. No, I can even say for, you know, for his debut, excellent album. I couldn't think of a better debut album. It, it was amazing, amazing, amazing album. I could not, there's no, there's no fault with it in my opinion. I love it. I'll, it'll go down as one of my favorite albums of reggaeton of all time. And then we'll see what's to come. What's your next one? I would have to say my number three. Mm-hmm. Um, again, in no specific order, yep. but I would say this one and my number five on here are like the top two. Uh, Por Siempre, Bad Bunny is oh, like. Oh my God, yeah fucking rock this album out debut 2018 album debut album let me tell you all the almost all the songs on here i have downloaded on spotify on my playlist yeah um i think a grand majority of those ni bien ni mal, um you know it's rocked off the first song on the album yeah. um the thing that i liked about this is mm-hmm. that he only had i want to say um two features on here two two or three features on the song which was um uh, La Romana El Alfa, El Alfa. Mm-hmm. and then uh, Mia with, with Drake and that's it you know and the, the song uh, the album 15 songs 15 minutes long um, again I have almost all the you know all the songs downloaded on here none of them disappoint uh, one that that stuck out which a lot of people still listen to okay uh, Otra Noche in Miami yeah you know I would say that one had a different vibe to it which I really yeah. like to it I really like that I feel like when we went to Miami like it, the vibe is different the when you go there. Like, when you listen to that song, dude, like, legit, when you like, drive in Ocean Drive, everything. I understand what he means. Like, it's different. You feel it, bro. Um, Caro, uh, uh, Servichote, Solo, uh, Solo de Mi, um, Solo de La de Romana, Estamos Bien. I repeat to anyone who had family members affected to that. Yeah. Um, to this day, I'm pretty sure they're still trying to recover from that, yeah. you know, from the yeah. hurricane. Hurricane what, Maria? Right? I think it was, yeah. Uh, so Estamos Bien, that was a good, you know, song for that for what was happening yeah definitely i would definitely say so but i would say definitely one of my top albums of all time um it was a good year 2018 i really loved it i loved almost all the songs on there nothing to complain about i could agree with you 100 percent on that yeah it was one of those albums that you can rarely say you know what no song goes skipped in this car when you listen to this album you know not no i wouldn't i i would not skip any i have to these. look at the track list again but from what i remember i don't think it would go skipped honestly i'm not trying to be like a dick rider or bad bunny or anything mm-hmm. hey, but if you ever want to come to the show just know i'm your biggest fan no i'm kidding number five on my list was actually odisea but since you already like we already talked about it so i'll leave technically like leave it off i guess but for mine my final one only people who know me like really well will probably like be like oh okay like i can see why he put that down but for people who don't know me, this is going to be a big curveball. It is actually Error 93 by Kazu. Which is interesting for a lot of um, people don't even know who Kazu is. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, Shout out to Kazu. For a lot of people who don't know who... For anyone that doesn't know who Kazu is, is, in my opinion, the best... Is the queen of trap. Yeah. Yes, hands down. Sorry. She's the best no. reggaetonera, trapera in the game right now. Hands down. No one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. She's the best. She hands down and that's something i can agree with she can rap she can sing she can do she can everything work. she's like so beautiful i don't know what it is like she's just sorry caro but a pretty soul yes i mean caro is beautiful caro, you're, as well you're, but you're a queen too but let me tell but you there's just something about Kasu. Like, yeah, there's oh something about Kasu that she, her flow her lyrics her tattoos her, her tattoos yeah that's go look her up on Instagram. yeah just just follow her i follow her like Kasu is like she is the queen of trap, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, definitely. She's on top of the game. And a lot of people, what they don't know is that she's actually in the Argentinian, you know, like, trap field right now, yeah. which is something that's on the rise. We'll cover that, you know, in Yeah, that's going to be, like, an Argentina episode trap, coming up in, within know? the weeks. Like, we're, that's a type of genre we've been paying close attention to for, uh, me personally, I've been paying attention to it for about a year now. Let me tell you, it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, they're the definitely. next, definitely the next wave. Next wave. I'll leave it at that right now mm-hmm. for, in terms of the Argentinian trap scene, but... Kasu is 
an amazing artist. Like she is, has such a beautiful, beautiful, delicate voice. I recommend this album to every, absolutely everybody. I feel like it'll it serves everyone's like taste in terms of reggaeton. It's a short album. It's only 32 minutes. So like no excuses. Anyone can listen to this. Mm -hmm. like a quick a quick trip to the to the store or whatever. It doesn't matter. It starts off pretty slow. Um, Visto a las uh, doble cero is the first song. Very melodic. Mm -hmm. It shows off mm -hmm. uh, definitely Casu's more melodic flow, Actually, but then we get to Mucho Data, like and it. that's really more, way more trap. Definitely more trap. Shows off, she definitely shows off her flow there, and then you get to like Rally. Rally for a long time was one of my favorite songs on the album, but then it was. I'll tell you guys the next one. So Penas y Problemas was um, a great song as well. That one's more trap. Mentiste. God, if your heart is broken or if you just had a breakup, Mentiste. That's the one. It hits the soul. That's Mentiste the one. Mentiste is amazing, amazing, amazing song. Uh, ya No Quiero, more melodic as well. Nada is my favorite song on the album. And it actually has a couple features. It's uh, Liano, and Rao Alejandro, and Dalex. Rao, Rao. Rao? Yeah, so Rao Alejandro, Dalex, and Liano are all featured on the song. Uh, all complimented, very good. It's... Uh, one of the albums of the summer of 2019 for me and it's one of my mm -hmm. favorite albums of all time uh, i can definitely say that without a shadow of a doubt i love this album i still listen to it maybe not all the time and this is kasu's debut album as well oh no no it is not she the, the first album before was called um she released it like a year before maldades in 2017 maldades um yeah so you guys might know kasu from loca the remix with um kea duki and Dookie. bad bunny yeah that's how that's how she i think kind of got famous so that makes up my list for my top five albums um angel is one more so angel, i think i have tell two more one? actually um left because i replaced one. Oh yeah you did replace one um i would have to say a lot of people did not really pick up on this one but la oscuridad brian myers, debut brian myers album. yeah yeah i recently just listened after we got back from miami that's when mm -hmm. i started listening to la oscuridad it came out summer 2018 yeah, as well i remember i remember seeing who he would tease it on his instagram because he's not he's not really big when it comes to concerts tour or anything like that no, he's, he isn't. really not so there is no way to really you know be teased because i know a lot of these artists they'll, they'll tease they'll throw something in there teases his music oh yeah lot, which is great so this you really have to have been paying attention to his because not even in his music would he give hint to you know like another working on a like an album or anything because i know for example on the song no me conoces you know they say at the end balvin and and bed bunny were saying um oasis, oasis. you know that was that a hint that. to the oasis album that they made right Brian uh, Myers is doing that too in a lot of his singles and features, right? He kept saying La Oscuridad. Yeah, like who would say that? Um, but again, you really had to have paid attention, you know, mm -hmm. like picked up on that. Uh, his Instagram, he's very, he used to be very active on Instagram a lot. He would always uh, post like, you know, music videos or uh, making of music videos, mm -hmm. anything like that. And I remember I saw one of them and I was like, wow, that's a great song. I wonder when he's going to drop that. Yeah. And it happened to be, he was like, I'm dropping a new album tonight. I was yeah. Like, so okay. Out of nowhere, he's, just of nowhere, he's, he's gonna drop the new album. So I remember I listened to it. It was a different side of Brian Myers. I loved it though. Mm -hmm. um, I can say because when you think about Brian Myers, you think of you think of the, the low deep voice, the low Brian deep Myers. raspy, Brian lustful Myers. voice, his explicit <laughs> horrible lyrics. impersonation of Brian Myers, but <laughs> his explicit lyrics, everything like that. Right? Yeah. Um, you think of the trap side. Mm -hmm. You know, you really think of his his uh, explicit. Um, controversial lyrics yeah. you know that they don't play on the radio but when i heard la oscuridad i mean just the name itself you know gives it away the, yeah the, the darkness you know like the dark side right and when you listen to the album there's a lot of songs on there a lot of songs that are pretty sad songs, right? melodic yeah. songs notice mia i really love that one mm -hmm. when you, i when i saw the music video i was like this is different and what really stood out is in a lot of these songs um he used the singing voice yeah and i realized that he used a lot of his singing voice it was a very melodic album but i loved it uh momentos uh with coscuela um i really liked that song especially vamos a vernos excellent song Gigolo Exa, john, john z, z uh let me tell you that was that was a very good explicit song that was an example of what brian myers yeah. puts out on the table right um ojalá i like the song mm -hmm. you know it's good features on there again another example of uh, like a sad song um triste that's the one with bad bunny yeah beautiful songs like like you said it was melodic it showed another side of him besides just being this trap guy yeah. with a deep voice that 
know that always says lustful explorer. You have to be uh, in this genre. You gotta be versatile, you know. Yeah, vamos a hablar. I love that song. Mm-hmm. You know, again, excellent job on that album. I don't know if that's something he can ever come back to again. It was kind of like one of those. Uh, not, I'm not saying a one-hit album. Kind of yeah. like Odisea type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful album. Well, let's see what he comes up with. I mean, he dropped that in 2018. It's 2020. He hasn't. I don't think he's made a, an album since then, right? He's made um, Cambiar de, de Clima, whatever it was What's called. That? Is that an EP? It, it, I think so, because it was uh, him and, and uh, Mikey Woods, 2019. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, only yeah. like seven songs, not even 30 I know what you're talking song. about. Yeah, I, was, like I haven't listened song. to that full project, but I, uh, I, that's a project I wanted to listen to, actually, in the coming days but i heard it's good yeah i think that's more of an ep yeah it's more of an ep because there's only like seven songs like 20 minutes long mm-hmm. um and then just to wrap it up for the last song on there i know we already mentioned it oasis yeah i would say that's again one of my top you great know, albums album. i mean first of all two of the greatest albums of that defined the the past couple years yeah like i mean in my opinion um that really changed the we've, game a lot we've never seen two reggaeton artists at their peak at their peak combine and make a full album together and i don't think they've peaked yet we haven't seen no we have not seen the peak of them and j balvin have had to offer they're not even they're still climbing up there actually exactly i mean even though balvin started before you know bad bunny Mm -hmm. their trails of their peak are coming you know at the same time they're going up at the same time and when they came out with this album it was it was amazing yeah there is no songs on there that I say I hate. There's nothing I can say yeah, that I hate. I mean... You can listen to that, No Skips. No Skips. One of those albums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mojadita for us was a, was a bop. It was definitely a bop. Yeah. love that song. When I used to work at, you know, at the, as the, like a canine coach and stuff, yeah. um, they used to allow us to have speakers in there. Like, they, they would give us speakers. They would be like, yeah, you can listen to music. And I would always listen. To, it was really weird because mm-hmm. I was not the only Hispanic there. There was, like, one or two other Hispanics there. Yeah. But they didn't, like, speak Spanish or anything. Mm-hmm. I want to say... Where was that? Because it was not located in the same city that I worked at. It was a different city. It was like yeah. two cities over. I still wouldn't mention it either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of people that weren't of my ethnicity or my race, sir. So when they saw, you know, I basically, do, what he's trying to say, it was all white people. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, not saying like that's a bad thing. Nothing or anything. wrong with white people. It was of just course that not. it was a lot, of, a lot of things, a lot of great things, white people. But it's because you know it was a lot of culture shock when I brought you know like my music, mm-hmm. my uh, me speaking Spanish there. Because sometimes it would slip out every here and there. Even though I suck at speaking Spanish, it was still different for them to hear. Yeah, so I would always listen. I would always like bump some fucking bad bunny j bobby and Manuel. yeah they'll be like what the hell is that and i'll be they like they hear the brrr and they're like what in the hell right. is that they would always be over the radio <laughs> what are you listening to what's this song called what's this you know they'll, they'll be interested genuinely interested yeah. right and i remember one of them like we we're doing like a deep cleaning one day they're like do you want to put music on i was like yeah go ahead put whatever you want it was pretty cool though that's like your times. memory that's tied to that album it is it like is when you listen to it to Owas- think, oh, that's why there. because i would always listen to Oasis when i was working there yeah because i remember i was like shit i'm gonna listen to this whole album because it's gonna like it's as long as like you know like a, the first quarter of my shift so I would probably, like 30 minutes it's mm-hmm. a pretty short album yeah was it really 30 minutes I thought it's like it was 30 like an hour. 40 but yeah I was like I'm gonna bump this shit so I would always like play it top 5 artists top 5 artists no in particular order again new school new school mm-hmm. um Balvin mm-hmm. Jay of course Maluma for me just cause I've always loved his music Maluma baby Maluma baby yeah Anuel I would say Kasu excellent choice great artist what about yours I would say currently right now no mm-hmm. specific order of course Bad Bunny yeah Balvin mm-hmm. uh, Kea okay. one of the new ones Kea we're gonna we're gonna cover Ooh, Kea definitely man. Cover that guy him. Oof, what Let's an animal that guy is Brian Myers mm-hmm. um, and the old Unwin the only Unwin to listen to the skinny Unwin skinny Unwin the before I went to jail Unwin during jail Unwin too yeah not after the song he made with Bad Bunny when he was in jail yeah that song was so I can't remember the name of it I can't it's basically the Spanish version of Love Yourself by Justin Bieber oh fuck what was the name of that song I know what you're talking about but he's it was funny because he sounded like they put the microphone over the phone yeah like over the you know where they you got one phone call better yeah. make that shit right you know what I mean That's instead what of calling did. like his fucking mom he, he said yo you know like let's make a fucking song <laughs> they made a song over the phone you know that shit sounded like it was over the phone to me it sounded like you ever been to a playground and you see those like metal poles where you speaking to one side <laughs> yeah. and like the other like the motherfuckers on the other side yeah. and he's speaking he puts his ear next to the day, like, can you hear me type shit you know what I mean that it reminded horrible. me of, it was Fucking tin cans, ravioli cans with a string on there. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, 
It was a horrible quality. Horrible quality. And well, uh, two is a little more. That dude sounded like he had like some three G connection on that phone though. Top five old school. Old school. <laughs> As we stop, we stop. I would right definitely now. say I was pretty drunk when I when I wrote like this list and I didn't finish it either. But I can do it off the top of my head. So I put Daddy Yankee, obviously Nikki Jam. Old Nikki Jam is Nikki. very good as well. Oh, uh, we seen Yandel, Hector El Father. You know, as they say in Tato Gucci, you know, como el father, yo le digo Gucci Gucci. That's another great song, by the way. If you guys have never heard Tato Gucci, the remix, it's originally by a guy named Cauti. Another <laughs> artist that's um, looked upon a lot. Cauti, great artist. But listen to the remix. It is amazing. Another song of my summer from last year. Number five, I will have to say Don Omar. Mr. Don Omar, don't get mad. But you got fucking cloud off of all from like the, uh, what do you call it, Fast and Furious? Oh, yeah. That, that I'm saying. Like, no, no offense to you, man. I get it, yeah. No offense to you. Oh, but if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't make it on Tesla's list. Now I'm getting by. <laughs> everyone, everyone has their has their opinion. Though. Has their opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. The yeah. great thing about this podcast is like none of our audience has to agree with our opinions. At no, all. no, no, no. That's like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fuck you guys. You guys suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't like, what, who would listen to Mexicans about reggaeton? Like it's like no, but you know, fuck you guys don't have to agree with our opinions. That's the great thing about this. You know, right. I mean, we're just here not, we're not being a voice for you guys at mm-hmm. all or anything. We're just saying, hey, man. We're just discussing like reggaeton, that's right. it. Right. Yeah, that's Sorry it, that's opinions. it. That's, that's it, all. You know? So what's um, your list? What's your top five? Old I would just say, of course, Daddy Yankee. Mm-hmm. We seen Yandel. Yep. Hector, the father. Mm-hmm. I would say Plan B. Fuck. Plan B. <laughs> that old 506 era, man. Mm. Um, I'm, it's not a bad, mm, but that's like, wow, that's good. That's a good I one, right? I didn't see that one coming. Didn't, didn't think about plan that Plan B is one. great. Plan R.P. to Plan B, though, because pr- they broke up, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. now Chencho's doing his own thing. <laughs> but, um, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Plan B, I don't know, probably my last Not song. the contraceptive. But let me tell you, they they had made songs that made you buy contraceptives, I'll say that. Yes. They were, like, one of the OGs when it came to that explicit lyric type yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, thing. I love Plan B. You cannot go wrong with Plan you B. You cannot go wrong with mm-hmm. them. And I would say Tito El Bambino. Tito, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Top five. Old school. He's kind of coming back right now, but it's not the same. Not the same. All right, but to kind of end off the podcast here, guys, we're gonna do we're gonna do this every week. So both of us will give uh what we like to call a song of the week. Every episode, we're gonna give you guys a song that we're currently listening to. For me, my song of the week has actually been "Mi Fanatica" by Liano. Very explicit, like super, super explicit. I was just showing it to Miguel before we started recording. What did you think of it? Oh, it was pretty good. I really like the vocals that he has. Right. Beautiful Liano, singer voice. Like, it comes out from um, an EP that he just came out with mm-hmm. about a week or two ago, maybe more, called Foreplay. And I think it was very appropriately titled because a lot of the songs on this EP are very sexually explicit. Put this EP on for all my dudes out there when you are fucking your girl like i bro like you will thank me later like take your intimate relations to a whole nother level <laughs> i'm being straight up bro like liano has an amazing amazing voice i recommend you guys go listen to it what's yours Miguel? it's an old song um juraste Scario Piendo, Justin Quiles, Nego Flow, Faruco. Yeah. I don't know why. I just came across that song. Mm-hmm. New to me, old to others. Same thing. I just about listened it. to it barely the for like like a, two weeks ago, I would say, a week ago. So. What I really like about this is that it's one of those songs that you can be cruising around, mm-hmm. you know, windows down, sun out, sunglasses on. Yeah. Bump the shit out of that song. Yeah. It's one of those. It gives you that chill vibe. You know, it's like... It gives me that kind of vibe, It's too, that kind feel, of vibe. Like, the, saying, not yeah. beach vibes, but you know what I mean? It's like those... Summer vibes. Summer Especially vibes. right now, we're going into summer. Yeah, that, that's why. I remember I, I, I was listening to the song, and it was hot as shit outside. I hadn't <laughs> finished getting, like, my haircut and stuff. It was hot as shit. It rolled the windows down. It was, like, seven in the high 70s. Those of you that are like, that's not hot. No, that's, that's fucking hot here in Illinois. Yeah. Why? Because we got humidity and shit. Uh, to me, hot in Illinois is anything 40s and above. Yeah. Basically... <laughs> 40s like Literally. in the 40s you don't you don't need a jacket you can wear like a hoodie, like a hoodie. with nothing underneath hoodie and jean jackets are my go-to for me yeah, yeah. 40 degrees is hot enough for me but yeah that song um again Horaste, beautiful song yeah Love that's it. a great song i recommend Chill vibes. it too so you heard it here guys so me fanatica and Horaste are the songs that you guys should definitely check out for our songs of the week and i think we're gonna end it here thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode of urbaneton thank you so much guys for tuning in